Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych 101, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the podcast you have been waiting for. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen. Let's get right into it. In past podcasts, I've mentioned the concept of the curse of the genius in relation to Hannah, who davened for a child. And Hannah herself says, I don't want somebody who's too large, too thin. Then she says something very interesting. I don't want somebody, a child who's too dumb or too smart. So if you think of that, it sounds kind of strange. Like, why wouldn't Hannah want somebody who, uh, to have a child who's smart? Everybody wants a bright child. So... The answer that I've given before is that Hannah understood intrinsically what the curse of the genius is, and that a lot of very smart people um, tend to have other deficits, such as poor social skills, or you know deficits in interacting with with uh, with commoners, people that are less intelligent than they are. That's the curse of the genius, and that is that most geniuses expect everybody else to be just as smart as they are, and that doesn't always happen. We find this playing out in this week's Parsha, with, uh, in Parsha Shoftim, where the Torah talks about appointing a king. And when it talks about appointing a king, there's specific rules as to what a king can do and what a king cannot do. The Torah says, Losata mishpat, losakir ponim, losikach shochad, ki ashochad ya'aver, ene chachamim v'isalef divrei tzadikim. So the Pasuk says in Pasuk um, Yutes in the parsha, the second pasuk in the parsha. You shouldn't judge unfairly. You should not show any partiality, and you shouldn't take bribes because bribes can blind the eyes of the wise people. Chachamim v'yisalef divrei tzadikim. So I want to focus more on the idea of the bribing people blinding the eyes of very wise people, and we know that the wisest of all people was none other than Shlomo HaMelech. So Shlomo, who was a king, is being addressed pretty much directly in this parsha, where it says the mitzvah of appointing a king and the restrictions that the king would have once he is appointed. And one of the restrictions is that he can't have too many horses. Another one of the restrictions is that he can't have too many wives. And we're given reasons why the king can't have too many um, too many horses, because if he has a lot of horses, then he might engage in a lot of commerce with Egyptians, and it takes us back to Mitzrayim, and that's not something we want to do. And the Torah also tells us that he's not supposed to, actually the Gemara tells us, that he's also not supposed to have too many wives, because... The wives might lead a, a king to stray into different bad, uh, bad mannerisms and paths. So here, the Torah is telling us the reasons why a king is not supposed to do two certain things, and those are having accumulations of horses and, and uh, wives. So it's very interesting because there is a third thing that we're told, which we just read from the beginning of the Parsha, that a person should not take bribes, whether he's a king or whether he's a judge, shoftim v'shotrim. So it sounds like there's a third thing um, that we're told 
that a king should not do, and that is be someone who takes bribes. So the Chedushia Harim addresses this question as to why is it that the Torah or the Gemara only tells us that there are two things that a um, a king um, a king should not do, and it gives the rationale behind it. But there's a third thing that a king should not do, and it gives the rationale behind it, but yet it's not listed. So the Chedushi Arim says that the reason for this is because Shlomo understood that he was the wisest of all men. And the one reason that's given why you shouldn't take bribes is because it might change the vision and distort the vision of even a wise man. So this really hit Shlomo in the heart, and he realized that this was something he can't do. And that is why it only talks about accumulation of horses and wives, and it doesn't talk about um, having, uh, you know, taking bribes, because it was really something that hit Shlomo, and um, it basically caused him to rethink things. Now, obviously, it came to disastrous results with acquiring too many horses because Shlomo HaMelech did not believe that that really applied to him because he was a smart person, and he can handle it. He didn't think that the uh, taking too many wives either um, applied to him because he was a smart person and he can handle it. So the the psychology behind the wise person, or the curse of the genius as we call it, is that sometimes a genius or a very smart person neglects to adhere to certain pieces of advice even when they're put right out in front of him. When someone explains the rationale of something a person shouldn't do and that person happens to be a genius, they tend to ignore it and um, not place any, any, uh, any value in what's being said. However, in this case where he's being told not to take bribes, that is because uh, he, he listened to that piece of advice because it was directed at him by saying that it might even distort people who are wise. Shlomo was a wise man, and he didn't want to fall uh, to the curse of the genius. So psychologically speaking, when you deal with very intelligent people, it's you have to, you have to understand where they're coming from. And intelligent people don't necessarily listen to intelligent advice. Sometimes they just need to hear something directly that's related to them and saying, you're a very smart person, but this is what smart people need to do. And that might be the best way to deal with a very smart person is to um, get onto their level and acknowledge that they're extremely smart people and then give them the advice based on their level of intelligence. Very hard to do, but it can be done by some. So, this is what the lesson of this week's parsha, um, with the Salif Divrei Tzadikim, and uh, the whole the whole implication of why we're supposed to adhere, if we're kings, to the advice of what Akadosh Baruch Hu is saying, because the Torah actually gives explicit reasons as to why the kings can't have too many horses and can't have too many wives. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I am Dr. Jonathan Lassen, a therapist, educator, and lifelong learner. 
I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, and suggestions by emailing me at jonathanlassen2018 at gmail.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-A-S-S-O-N 2018 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and learning from you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are psyched for our next Torah Psych podcast.